Welcome to the Nourished with PCOS podcast. I'm your host, Sam Abbott, registered dietitian nutritionist and PCOS nutrition expert. I'm here to help you learn how to manage PCOS and support your hormones while also having a healthy relationship with food in your body. You can improve PCOS symptoms and labs without dieting. Get ready to feel better with PCOS and leave diet culture in the rearview mirror. Welcome to another episode of the Nourish with PCOS podcast. I am your host, Sam, and I appreciate you tuning in today. I hope that you're having an amazing day. At the time I'm recording this, it's summertime. It has been so hot here. Um, I am happy to be chilling out in the AC as I'm recording this. Um, We don't actually have a lot going on this summer because we're working on a house renovation. So that's taking up most of our time. Uh, But I was able to travel to Virginia last week and I visited my grandmother who is in her 90s and she is in um, an assisted living community They take amazing care of her there. She's really happy there. Um, But it is a little bit of a long drive, so it's hard for me to get up there. But I was able to visit her last weekend, so that was really awesome. Um, Another thing going on around here is that I'm working on my beginner's guide to PCOS. This is something I've wanted to provide for you for a while, Um, just a low-cost option for you to learn a little bit more about PCOS. I talk to a lot of people on social media who are maybe interested in my coaching program in the future, but they have a new diagnosis or they feel like they don't even know enough about PCOS to want to jump into the nutrition and lifestyle management piece of things. Another thing is that when I am working with clients, a lot of times they'll tell me like, I just wish someone had explained this to me or or told me about this when I was first diagnosed. So I'm excited to be putting together this resource for you. I'm hoping to have it ready during the summertime. Um, I'll definitely let you know on social media and on my website. So if you're not following me, uh, my handle is at PCOS.Nutritionist. I love to connect with listeners. Feel free to send me a DM. Um, And I can't wait to finish that product for you. So today's episode is a listener Q&A question. Um, I do have a form for you to submit questions if you have a topic that you want to hear about on the podcast, and the link for that is in the show notes. Um, I do want to give a little bit of a content warning today that the question I received is about weight. So if you are somebody who hearing a question where somebody is asking about weight loss would be triggering to you, then I would recommend skipping this episode and coming back next week. As you know, I specialize in working with people who want to move away from dieting or who feel like taking a weight-centered approach to managing PCOS is not working for them and it's causing more harm than good. Um, But having said that, I never want people to feel ashamed or bad if they have a question about weight or weight loss because we all know in the PCOS space, you're going to the doctor, you're being told that you need to lose weight for your health, um, and it can be really confusing. So 
I'm happy to talk about this topic today on the podcast, and I hope you enjoy the conversation. So the question that I received is, how do I break a weight loss plateau? And if you're not familiar of the concept of a weight loss plateau, it's when somebody is dieting or trying to lose weight and maybe they've seen progressive weight loss, uh, but then that weight loss stops and your body just kind of hovers around this weight and you're like, okay, well, I'm doing, you know, X, Y, and Z. Why am I not continuing to lose weight? And it can feel frustrating and confusing. And I'm going to answer this question as a non-diet dietitian, bringing you more information and statistics that you might not be receiving um, in other places. But it is really a myth that you can directly control your weight Like, is weight or can weight potentially be associated with behaviors? Yes. Can your weight be controlled to the point where you pick a weight that you feel like you want to weigh and then your body can just reach that weight? Not really. So that's one thing. Your your body is really meant to hover at what we call a healthy set point weight range. And that is really where you are feeling at peace with food. You're taking care of yourself. Um, It's not just about nutrition or exercise. It's about your holistic well-being. Your weight will kind of settle at this weight. And we call it a set point weight range because your weight really isn't going to stay at a specific number. It's probably going to hover within a range. Um, If you're somebody who diets and then when you stop dieting, your weight increases back to a specific weight or weight range, you're probably fighting against your healthy set point weight um, because our bodies kind of settle wherever they're meant to be. And this can feel really confusing because our medical system uses BMI and we have um, a diagnosis of quote unquote obesity, which that is completely flawed, like making weight in and of itself a medical condition is totally flawed as well. Um, BMI was never created or intended to be used as a health indicator. We see in research, it's not a reliable health indicator. So if you're picking a weight and you're trying to reach that that weight and your body is not getting down to that point, then it's more than likely that you're really fighting against your healthy set point weight range. And what we see in research also is that most people who lose weight with this quote unquote weight loss journey or they're dieting will typically regain that weight within a two to five year period. And of those people, two-thirds will probably regain even more weight than they weighed, you know, before they went on that weight loss journey. So the idea of intentional weight loss or reaching a goal weight, it's really flawed. And if you feel like you've reached a plateau, that's not your fault or anything bad that you're doing or anything wrong that you're doing. It's more so probably that your body is telling you that you're not really meant to be at that weight. 
Something really interesting is when I was preparing for this episode, I was just kind of researching some information about weight loss plateaus. And something that I read said that um, it was in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. They found that most weight loss plateaus occur. They described it as it occurs due to a lack of dietary adherence meaning that it's more that whatever diet you were on, you're having trouble sticking with it. So where your weight lo- where your weight was decreasing before, it's kind of held steady. And I thought that was really, really interesting and kind of illustrated why intentional weight loss doesn't really work for most people. And this idea that we need to lose weight for health is really flawed logic Um, because health encompasses so much more than physical health. We also need to think about emotional health, mental health, spiritual health, like all of these come into play too. And when we're thinking about food, With dieting, we often think of food only in terms of the nutrient density of food and what macronutrients we're eating or what vitamins and minerals we're eating. And we really need to be acknowledging that food is part of life. Food is meant to be enjoyed. Food is part of social experiences. Food can be emotional. And when we try to extract all of that and just look at food from a nutrient density standpoint, you're probably always going to be, I shouldn't say always, but many people do find themselves in a bad place when it comes to your relationship with food and your body. And that's because you're not tapped in anymore to the emotional um, experiences of food. And so when, when I was reading about um, how plateaus can be related to a lack of quote unquote dietary adherence, well, what is dietary adherence? Is it following a meal plan or trying to restrict foods? Because if you are creating a meal plan or some sort of nutrition plan for yourself that you really can't stick with, that is a sign that that is probably not a good fit for you. And I would really question, you know, when you're looking at those food choices, are you taking into account things like your schedule, your cooking preferences, finances, your lifestyle, your social life, your mental health? Like all of these factors go into choosing food. It's not just about at the end of the day, like the actual nutrients in your food. Health and nutrition is so much more than that. And I also wanted to close out this question by just reminding you that bodies are meant to change over time. Our weight was not meant to stay the same all throughout our lifetime. And I know society is sending us a different message, but I would just encourage you to trust your own personal experiences. So going back to the question, how do I break a weight loss plateau? I would encourage you to look at your weight history and your nutrition history and really evaluate, you know, where is my body meant to be? And am I working against that? Well, I hope you enjoyed today's uh, mini episode. If you want to submit a question for the Q&A, feel free to do so. The link is in the show notes. I hope you have an awesome day. 
Thanks for listening to the Nourished with PCOS podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe so you can catch new episodes. I'd also be so grateful if you left a review and rating for the pod as well. See you next Wednesday.